Hi, my name is Shaheen Chaudhry, and welcome to How I Lead Change, a podcast about executives leading successful human-centric changes in their organizations. I hope that you and your loved ones are staying safe and healthy. COVID-19 has brought on unprecedented and unplanned change with severe impacts on society across the globe. We are all in this together. Therefore, with this spirit, we have put together a special edition of How I Lead Change podcast to share what leaders are doing to navigate this challenging time. Today on our show, I'm joined by Ryan Donovan, Chief Technology Officer at Hootsuite, the world's leader in social media management. Thanks for joining me today, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Let's dive right in with our first question. Ryan, tell us about your organization. Okay, so we're a global company since we do business in uh, every time zone around the world. And, uh, you know, this has been an unprecedented shift for us, both in terms of how we do business and also what our customers are using our product for. And so if we look at the last uh, month and a half, we've seen folks go from more building their brand and uh, promoting their products and services to really engaging their customers uh, in, in these unprecedented times. And this can be everything from a small business saying, hey, I'm still open for uh, delivery on the likes of Foodora or Uber Eats, but maybe that you can't come to my restaurant anymore to, you know, organizations that have been very hard hit in this from those in the retail, travel, hospitality space to also governments now having to communicate with their constituencies in a new way. And of course, we as an organization have had to figure out how to do business completely virtually as all of our offices around the globe are closed right now for health and safety reasons. Very interesting. And um, tell us a little bit more about um, what has been the impact of COVID-19 on, on your organization? So we had to do uh, move to a global work from home piece quite quickly. I mean, it started with our folks in our Italian offices, but then quickly spread to our other offices around the globe. Uh, we did this in a relatively seamless manner, other than uh, other than the first day or two's worth of productivity for some teams, we've actually seen that we've not missed a beat as an organization. The reason why this has been so successful is that we'd put a huge focus on an organization to having everything in the cloud. And so... Uh, we only have one legacy development environment that's still on-premise that you can get to through VPN. Other than that, everything is in the cloud. And so we, I think, probably had a far easier time than most because we've been so proactive about making that change over the last couple of years. Interesting. You also mentioned that your workforce is distributed globally. So mm -hmm. uh, part of that workforce is in Europe and Italy, you mentioned so um, did, did, since that started a bit earlier, uh, the COVID spread in Italy before North America, 
was that helpful in in kind of starting to kind of plan for inevitable uh, arrival well, of COVID here? So Italy <clears throat> happened very very quickly, uh, and I think the lesson we learned from Italy was that we need to do something around helping people that weren't never thought they'd be working from home work from home, and so. As we shut down our other offices, where possible, we made arrangements for people to be able to borrow monitors, chairs, et cetera, to go home. But those that were up front, unfortunately, didn't have that opportunity. And then just being able to get out, be able to even get something has been somewhat of an ordeal because in many countries in Europe, <clears throat> you will get stopped by the authorities if you're seen mm -hmm. out and about without like really critical needs, like having to go to the doctor or get food. Interesting. And how are people in your organization coping right now? I'd say overall, relatively well. Those that have small living spaces with spouses and children that are also in the same front are probably the ones that are struggling the most just because like for example one member of my team uh her husband is on call so she's having to take a call from going outside into the parking lot of her apartment complex because there isn't enough room to not be talking <clears throat> over each other and those are the folks i feel really the most sorry for uh overall people have been uh I think coping really well, come up with a lot of kind of virtual social things for people to stay connected outside of work. We've had some interesting contests from anything from cooking contests to show off your home office in the style of an MTV Cribs video. Like some of the things people came up with on that were just mind blowingly amazing. Wow. Interesting. That's great to hear. Um, you know, it's great that people are coming up with creative ways to keep that social connection. And also, in addition to that, since your workforce is uh, in different countries, uh, you know, the different cultures involved and, uh, you know, people are reaching out across cultures and uh, across the divide of not having, uh, you know, being face to face or close to each other because of physical distancing, coming up with different ways of uh, interacting with each other and keeping that social connection. Yeah, and just having fun. Like one of the coolest things that I've seen come up as a result of COVID-19 is there's an organization in <clears throat> Half Moon Bay, California called sweetfarm.org, and they've launched a service called Goat to Meeting, uh, where you can have live goats come join your meeting. So we did that in uh, my team's uh, monthly all-hands session, and it was just a huge hit, and people got to know a little bit more about goats as a result. Really? Interesting. So you mean like physically the goats will be in the location or? Yeah, well, yeah, because what they do is they take a, they take a, like a iPhone Pro out into the fields and actually introduce you to the various goats uh, and all that. And then the stream okay. it into your Zoom or Hangout or Teams meeting. Very interesting. Wow. I definitely haven't heard of that before. That's, that's pretty cool. Awesome. It, it was. It was a huge hit with my team. Wow. Wow. Um, so tell us about uh, how you're leading through this unprecedented change in your company. So one of the things I think that we've done that has worked really well is over communicating and being really transparent with what's going on and why things are happening. And so 
Uh, we've been trying to provide all hands updates two to three times a week to the entire workforce, as well as uh, doing, especially as things were getting really insane early on, doing things like just ask us anything and having the leaders be be really transparent and like explaining like the dollars and cents why we're pausing certain initiatives because so that we can brace ourselves uh, for what's surely going to be a pretty bad uh, depression type event, you know, recession depression type event uh, as a result of this because some industries are just getting utterly decimated. Like I'd hate to be in the airline business right now. Uh, so that's worked very well from our employees. Like I said, we we had a much easier transition than most because we'd been so all into using cloud services. And so we didn't have the challenges of moving our workforce virtually because that was kind of baked in. Like for example, we don't use desktop computers. Everyone has a laptop. Uh, <clears throat> and so taking work home was not really a problem outside of just helping folks get that didn't have home offices like I do get set up. And in addition to that, what are some of the concerns and thoughts you're, or, or feelings that are you hearing from, from your workforce uh, as they are working through this time? So the number one concern, I think, obviously, is going to be job security. If you look at the number of employment insurance and unemployment claims, they're <clears throat> going through the roof. We've taken an approach uh, within our company to preserve our workforce uh, however we can. So we've stopped a lot of growth-related initiatives just to uh, just to make sure that we can focus on the people that we do have. We've also uh, are being extremely judicious on the limited amount of hiring that we are doing and uh, really just putting our workforce first. We've also gotten creative and looked at moving people from one project to from some projects to another just to better match uh, capacity to demand. Interesting. Okay. And what one piece of advice would you give other executives and leaders? Uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Like whatever you're doing, probably uh, amp it up by uh, amp it up by uh, several factors, and that's probably what your workforce is going to want. Uh, and be transparent. Don't hide things. Like we've uh, really explained, like the dollars and cents behind some of the decisions. Like we've postpone some office moves, et cetera. And people you know, are obviously disappointed that they're not gonna have a shiny new office to come back to when they thought that they would. But we also explained, hey, this is a lot of money to build out a new facility. And this is the kind of, and this is, you know, how that could translate into jobs. And so that's, uh, that's the approach I would take is, you know, find other things to slash before impacting your people. And then just for those with your people that are there, really over communicate with them. That's one thing that we got right through this process and it's been very well received from our workforce. Okay. And tell me a little bit more about what you're hearing from, you know, doing such a, you know, over communicating. What are some of the feedback you're getting from your workforce? That they're extremely appreciative of it and that it helps reduce anxiety for them uh, by knowing, uh, by having that level of transparency because in times like this, without information, people's minds are going to wander and potentially assume the worst. And by being uh, over communicative and transparent, you can just take 
you know, the anxiety of what they might be thinking and just take that off the table and put it back into the reality here and now. Great. Thank you, Ryan, for sharing your your insights about Hootsuite. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Shaheen. Well, that's all for today's episode of How I Lead Change. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now go out there and be successful at change. Mm-hmm.